All right, how y'all doing? It is Sunday, November 20th, 2022. Uh, it's been a small while since I last broadcasted something. Uh, that's because after the midterm elections, uh, everything sort of died down and people were talking about the midterm elections over and over and over again. What we got going on right now, however, is some pretty serious stuff. Some Iowa students were killed. They were targeted, but nobody could find the killer. The University of uh, Virginia had a killing as well. They were obviously targeted, and they know who the killer is. Uh, he was on the run for a good while. I think they caught him. There was a driver that killed 25 LAPD training recruits. They were all jogging, and for some damn reason, this guy mowed them down. He was sober, and I think he claimed vehicle malfunction, which was strange, because that's exactly the claim that is being said over in, I think, Virginia, a parade that took place. I just found this out earlier, and I do apologize. Um... A parade took place and this guy who was driving a truck that was pulling a float uh, couldn't maintain control over his pickup truck that was pulling it. He honked the horn, he panicked and yelled out the window for help, help, help as it started to steer off to one side and unfortunately it hit some uh, dancing children that were doing, a, you know, that were dancing in front of that float uh, and all of them got out of the way except for one that one that got injured later on died as she got into the hospital nobody could save her and um, they're holding the man right now and I'm, I'm assuming it's because of the faulty vehicle that he was driving um, but which is a trip because the child got hit by this guy driving a faulty vehicle and he's being held. Uh, he's being held in uh, in custody. The young kid over in, I think, California, Los Angeles, mowed down twenty five uh, law enforcement recruits. Passed the sobriety test and says he still doesn't know how this happened. It's an accident or whatever, and he's released. So, I think everybody should expect quite an uproar amongst these social subjects. Um, the conservatives will use this to demonize the left by mixing defund the police, you know, high crime scare and possibly Antifa and all this stuff. While the Democrats, who we all know are a little bit more of the pussyfooting, we, well, we don't really know this. Well, there's nothing there. Well, we need all the facts. Well, we did it and all this stuff before we can make a move. We know how this goes. You know how this goes. <laughs> But that's what's going on across the nation. Something that everybody out there is really, really paying attention to. They're getting a little bit of this information, a little bit of that information at their luxury. And I say, you know, great. Here's something that is going on somewhere outside of this uh, location. I'm broadcasting out of San Antonio, Texas. However... There's a little fact that's uh, that's being stated in this segment that pertains to Texas uh, involvement. 
despite the fact that it's not really sure, it could be something major, it could be something uh, meaningless. But I have to point this out there. I have to point this out there because of the simple fact that um, it's just too coincidental. It's just too uh, high possibilities of connecting some dots. We might be looking at crime out in the open by way of this, and uh, and and nobody's really saying anything about it. And I and I not really sure why, but I really, really wish that there would be an investigation. I really, really wish that we would all be kept in touch with this investigation. Um, and I really, really wish that it would lead to some bad people getting arrested, you know, if not all of the bad people involved getting arrested. What is the situation? Here's the situation brought on by, uh, cnbc.com julie mcshane good job julian um november 12th 2022 and i understand that this is the 20th that's okay again i just found out about this kind of stuff but it's drawn my attention uh, uh very strongly the article food sanitation company accused of employing at least 31 children on graveyard shifts in slaughterhouses. Now, for the record, um, I got this through the Young Turks. So, thank you so much for posting this uh, uh, this thing on your YouTube show. Um, I went straight to finding some articles. I found the one that best explains everything a whole lot simple. And even still, I'm chopping it down to this tiny little segment here. Uh, because I've got quite a bit of stuff to talk about concerning it. Check it out. Packers Sanitation Services Incorporated, P-S-S-I. Packers Sanitation Services Incorporated. A company contracted to work slaughterhouses and meatpacking facilities throughout the country. Allegedly, at least 31 kids, one of them as young as 13, to work overnight cleaning shifts at three facilities in Nebraska and Minnesota. The Department of Labor's Wage and Hour Division began its investigation into PSSI on August 24th. Searches were conducted to PSSI uh, location, local offices in Grand Island, Nebraska, Worthington, Minnesota, which recruits the workers, and the company's Kyler, Wisconsin corporate office, um, the corporation office that is in Wisconsin. Officials also executed search warrants in two plants that are owned by a food processing company called JBS USA. That's going to be a little bit important uh, as I as I after I read the article. Check it out. Located in Nebraska and Minnesota, including Turkey Valley Farms, a poultry processing plant in Marshall, Minnesota. The PSSI, which is Packers, across the three slaughtered houses employed at least a dozen 17-year-olds, 14 aged 16, 14 employees, 14 children around the age of 16, 
three employees aged at 15, one 14-year-old, and one employee that was 13-year-old. Okay, interviews with the kids were conducted in Spanish, their first language. Hmm? This started with a complaint from one of them that told them about these harsh um, harsh labor um, situations that they're in. One kid who kept falling asleep from December of 2021 to April of this year uh, was a burn victim of a cleaning chemical. To top it all off, there were uh, about a handful more that had the same situation. Burn chemical burns from cleaning chemicals and again these are all children no older than 17 and no younger than 13 okay so from 13 to 17 which is really something that I want everybody to bear in mind from 13 to 17 that those num those ages are important okay they went through injuries they went through chemical burns they went through having to be silent about working the graveyard shift, even to the people in the daytime, such as teachers and so and so, teachers and other authorities, uh, and schools and around their community. Okay, now they might have gotten paid pretty good. I don't know. They might have gotten. They're more than likely because they're minors, because they're kids. They got paid less than minimum wage. I'm willing to throw my money. I'm willing to place a bet on that. Okay. Okay. Now I read you the article. Uh, Packers is responsible for a bunch of injuries and even a couple of deaths. Okay. One was a uh, chicken processing uh, freezer, freezing processing uh, thing, killed a person. Uh, another one was an injury with equipment. They, remember, it's a slaughterhouse. So there's a lot of cutting equipment there, grinding equipment and stuff like that. To the best of my knowledge, those two murders, uh, excuse me, deaths are the only ones that I'm aware of. Uh, I'm sure the, the authorities have a lot more uh, that they're just, they're just not willing, they're just not permitted to disclose yet. Okay. Okay. The first thing that caught my attention, okay. Interviews were with kids were conducted in Spanish, their first language. It got me to looking at Packers, uh, Packers Sanitation Services. Who are these people? What are they about? Okay. The incorporation uh, date, August 3rd, 1998. So they've been around for a good while. Company name, uh, company type is Foreign Limited Liability Company. So a foreign LLC. Okay, meaning that it's also international. There's they, there's some of them up in Canada and other parts of the world. Okay, now the registered address, which is kind of funky because as you read into their history, they're in Canada. No, they're in the U.S. They're in Canada. No, they're in the U.S. However, their registered address is in Macedonia, Ohio. Freeway Drive, 8679 Freeway Drive, Macedonia, Ohio, 44056. USA. The jurisdiction. Here's what caught my attention. The jurisdiction is in the headquarters here in Texas. 
That's right. Every shot called, everything that was authorized, everything permitted. And as we all know, when it comes to these damn corporations, everything where the, where the, uh, where the authority looks the other way is all caused by those with jurisdiction. Everybody here in the head, everybody in the headquarters of Packers that calls shots is here in Texas, which, as we all know, is going to fall under corporate legal, legal corporate um, laws and rules and 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 stipulations and conditions that permit the headquarters that calls shots to call shots here in Texas. That's just the way that we are in this right-to-work state. Okay? Now, uh, going back to the article, the Department of Labor Wages, our division, began its investigation into PSSI Packers on August 24th. Okay, August 24th of this year. As you all know, I've been posting since last year. Uh, about possible corruption and, and stuff that involves, you know, possible um, uh, schemes and, and all this good stuff. I should have put a marker on here in order to get to it. Okay, here we go. Okay. Illegals, the Spanish or, or migrants, not necessarily illegals. But they are migrant children because Spanish is the first language. We know that. Okay. Um, the investigation started on August of this year. On August 10th of this year, I had talked about Greg Abbott's bus scheme, which on a technical level, him uh, declaring migrants should be bused uh, was, uh, was talked about in April of this year. Okay. Now, here's the thing that's alarming. When you've got um, buses coming out of Texas, the state where shots can be called, where this company has headquartered a jurisdiction, when you've got Texas uh, releasing a bus company that, they, that is working with people here in Texas, people with authority in Texas, has a non-disclosure agreement that does not allow to communicate with sanctuary cities like New York and uh, and DC. You know, you've got you've got a possibility of human trafficking right there. Despite the fact that some of those kids may actually belong back to the Packers employees, those kids may actually belong to parents with uh, with waivers. The thing that we're forced to sign and or sponsors. Because remember, as far back as August 10th, when I was talking about Greg Abbott's bus scheme, um, there were many that arrived and they didn't mind going to New York, but many that arrived were seeking their final destination, which was Chicago, Miami, Maryland, and North Carolina. North Carolina, if you remember, was one of those three uh, southern states that had farming communities where employees 
migrant employees were deported. So in my August 10th uh, uh, posting of Greg Abbott's bus scheme, and I think that's what it was, I think that's what it was titled on there because I haven't gotten a chance to review the episode's titles. But on Abbott's bus scheme, um, North Carolina was one of the places that, that a lot of uh, uh, migrants were on their way uh, being bussed the very first time that uh, Governor Greg Abbott had sent migrants when they dropped them off on Biden's front step. Okay. So what we got now, Chicago being one of Chicago being very close to Wisconsin, which is the, uh, the, uh, Kyler, Wisconsin corporate office is located Wisconsin and all, and all them being close to Nebraska and Minnesota. Okay. So this, there's an obvious route that can be seen, you know, while everybody was looking it's it's like it's kind of like I I don't want to trivialize it, but it's kind of like um, a, a shuffle, you know, not so much a Harlem shuffle, or whatever. It's it's just a shuffle, and I'm sure the 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 famous term for it will come into play. Everybody looks at D.C., everybody looks at New York. Hardly anybody is looking at Nebraska and Minnesota, where meat packaging plants are meat processing plants are just like the way nobody was looking when they were looking at DC nobody was looking at Alabama North Carolina and I think Georgia um, nobody was looking at those those areas concerning the agricultural or FDA divisions okay places that involve something like that but are attracting stuff like the Department of Labor Labor's wage and hour division, you know, which will now be looking at child, uh, child and family health services or welfare services, which, as we all know, is, is uh, also provides the um, witness protection um, services. In which these 13 to 17 year old uh, Latino Spanish-speaking children, possible migrants, will definitely be in need of the protection. Okay. One of the one of the main reasons why I keep saying 17 to 13, 13 to 17 year olds, is because if we y'all remember, and I and I don't have the uh, the the information, so it's going to be jogged off of my memory, and I do apologize. There was one of the posts where I had talked about how Governor Greg Abbott came here to San Antonio, did one tour of, of the uh, facility where we were keeping the migrant boys, 13 to 17 year olds, okay? He went in there and despite the fact that the kids were talking to the media, telling everybody we're being treated well here, uh, this is all good, we can't wait till we get in contact with uh, with our people and all this good stuff. Uh, um, despite that taking place, my Texas Governor Greg Abbott did one tour of the facility, came out, went straight to the media and said, there are children being raped here. Boys and little girls are being raped in this facility. I demand that they be released to uh, Border Patrol or state troopers I can, or DHS, I'm sorry, uh, immediately. 
to Texas DHS immediately. Okay. Okay. One of the reasons why he might have said that is because these kids would have a need, would have a place to be at. And I really, really wish that somebody would do the investigation because I'm just a rideshare driver down here in Texas. I can't do it. 17 to 13 year old kids, you know, coming out of Texas where shots are called and then to top it all off, a governor who's demanding that they be released or turned over to a section of uh, Texas authority. I mean, come on. How many more how many more dots do you need to connect? Another thing about Okay, yeah. I already covered it. Alabama, Georgia, and North Carolina. This is what was going on in April, my April 28th uh, posting. I think it was actually a couple of days. Sorry, yeah, April, April 24th. April 24th, four days later, by the time I get all the information, um, what I took notice was only the New York Times reported um, that Abbott's buses are now dropping migrants off in Georgia, Alabama, and North Carolina. Okay. This is the same time when Abbott was declaring children being violated and in need of being turned over to an entirely different, to an not just an entirely different department, but an actual Texas department, an actual Texas agency. Okay. Because most of the stuff was being done through volunteer organizations that are recruited by uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, who's a part of the presidential administration, not not Texas administration, the presidential administration. So what we got was a power play trying to be done, and it thankfully it failed miserably. But the kids were declared raped by my uh, by my Texas state governor, demanded that they be returned to some other department. Texas State Department stripped away from the governor's, uh, the governmental department uh, authority. And the kids' ages were as young as 13 all the way up to 17 years of age. The kids' ages that are being uh, discovered and recovered and rescued out of this food sanitation company Packers in Nebraska and Minnesota are aged 17 to 13 years of age. Okay? And again, one of them who suffered a chemical burn was passing out a lot, more than likely due to the pain uh, or, or the pain relief pills at school from who's been working at the place from as far back as December of last year into April of this year. Okay. April is when um, Greg Abbott started his uh, bus scheme thing, transporting migrants full-grown migrants and families to D.C. What about those kids age 17 to 13? Okay. This complaint started in August, which started the investigation in August. You know, from April to August, I mean, that's four months of tra transporting migrants. And again, migrants who 
who uh, bus companies that are transporting them have a signed uh, contract with our governor, my state governor, to not share any information as to the locations of where those uh, those buses have taken those migrants. Okay, and that's if that's just that one bus company. Who knows? I really wish there was an investigation going on. This could be like gangbusters, but only the gangsters are corrupt uh, politicians and everybody and anybody that takes part in the corrupt politicians' corruption. Okay? I really wish this would be a, uh, this, this would finally come up, you know, to, to, to be disclosed. I really wish they would go after these guys. Just start the investigation, just grab them. Because you know they're not taking, they're not writing down files. You know, what are they going to do, file taxes? They're not, they're not taking reports. They're not logging uh, 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 journals and data keeping. You know, this is one where you have to arrest everybody and, and get testified uh, testimony from witnesses, you know, and then whatever they can piece together to crack down on whoever's the one that's most likely to actually uh, uh, sing like a canary. <laughs> Okay, there's just, this is one where you got to handle, handle them almost like the way you do uh, uh, criminal organizations. Why? Because it's just so obvious that that's what this is. Okay, don't get me wrong. The company is legal. Hell, they even got a registered address. But they're also in league with an entirely different company. Remember, search warrants were also sent to two plants that are owned by food processing company JBS USA. Now, the only thing that I got on JBS is that their Arizona branch uh, in 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 Arizona, which is called in Tolson, Arizona, JBS Tolson Incorporated uh, had a recall of ground beef. Uh, they had a problem with Salmonella Newport. Okay. Now that was in 2018 and they have not popped up as far as I can tell ever since, which more than likely just says that they're not using the children, uh, because Tyson is the main one that's actually popping up the most. Um, it's, it's more than likely they're not using kids or, um, or they finally taught the kids how to actually function like full-grown employees. But JBS USA, it, which is uh, which is located in Nebraska and Minnesota as well, uh, including uh, Turkey Valley Farms located in Marshall, Minnesota. Okay, all of these companies are linked in some way or another, and the one connection that they got is here in Texas where uh, jurisdiction rulings are held, okay? The thing that's alarming is Spanish being their first language, these miners uh, are possible migrants. They're being used as uh, graveyard shift workers, 
And to top it all off, it's possible that they were bused there from here, from my home state of Texas, from holding facilities from my home state of Texas. Hence the reason why Greg Abbott wanted those kids. Again, age 17 all the way down to 13. Okay? You do, I personally don't need much more evidence to connect these dots. I, I personally would want a crackdown right now. I personally would want the crackdown right now when you've got all this much in a coincidence, you know, in line with each other, allowing us to connect the dots. But that's my big spiel of what's going on here in Texas. Okay. I had to share this stuff and I got to share it with everybody out there who might not be looking at it right now. And rightly so. Right now, we've got some power plays that are going to be done with the uh, House of Representatives being Republican majority. And of course, we all know that they um, are, you know, focusing on anti-abortion, anti-this, anti-that and all this other stuff. Um, but the problem with this is the reason why there's still more of a need to put Democrats in, in place is because while the, the, the R wing is creating all this crap for all of us who are just trying to work a, you know, a decent living and, and trying to make a decent living and trying to, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, trying to keep up with the cost of living like everybody else in America, you know, while the, 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 the R wing is creating so much problems with the voter stuff, the, the, uh, turning their heads away from the high cost of living, saying that we just need to work more, turning away from quiet firing, saying that we just need to, uh, 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 prove ourselves, turning away from, uh, abortion rights and, and any medical health and, and, uh, child, uh, protective services and stuff. And I can, you can, I can, you can still quote me on that. I still have standing leg on that. Cause remember here in Texas, here in Texas, money has been taken out of programs like the Texas department of family protective services. Money is taken out of the state's juvenile justice system. Money has been taken out of the health and human services and among other agencies. And why? To spit on Biden by saying that we need a, a wall, a border wall, a border wall that isn't even being worked on, much less completed, much less even looked at. Okay? You know... We got stuff, this kind of swindling that's going on right now. And it's done by the Republican side. We got swindling of money out of other departments. And we've got, we've got these bad shots being called. Affecting everybody that's, that's living a normal life. While, especially seeing as how in this show, it's all about the money. Belief is the tool. Here's the money part. We've got people that are putting minors into the graveyard shift, being sworn to secrecy, obviously because they could get deported and all this other crap, because they're migrants. They're getting injured. They're getting chemical burns, for Christ's sake. And they're doing the work of what full-grown adults should be doing at a decent wage pay 
in order to make ends meet no differently than the rest of America. And they're all being done. All of this stuff is being done by people calling the shots, particularly a headquarters with jurisdiction in a state like Texas, which technically it is in Texas. That's telling you there's no harsh things being done. You need to prove yourself to your company. Stop quiet firing and go beyond your normal uh, expectations. Go beyond your, uh, your normal exceedings. Go beyond what you can exceed. Push, push, push. You, you, I really don't need any more dots to be connected. But as long as stuff like this is going to pop up and as long as more dots can be connected, you're going to be hearing this a lot from my radio station, from my podcast station, okay? You're going to be hearing this a lot every time some kind of dot is connected. Um, and I'm going to be spreading the word to everybody that I listen to and everybody that uh, that takes the time to listen to me. Um, you don't have to give me props. I just want all of you to recognize, okay? Just recognize what's going on. Don't, don't pay attention so much to me. I gave credit to the Young Turks for uh, 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 bringing it up so I can connect the dots on my end here in, in Texas. Okay? You guys out there, connect the dots on your end. If you feel the need to connect the dots concerning Texas, do it. Do it. Let's make sure everybody sees what's going on. Even, even by people like me who's been grounded from YouTube, I've been I've been grounded for ninety days, you know, which is fine because I don't really have anything to post on the screen anyway. I'm writing, I'm reading everything out of articles and writing it down on a notebook. What am I supposed to do? Hold the notebook up to the phone, you know? Which again, I'm not even in a studio. I'm in my car. I'm doing these posts on my lunch break, you know. But nevertheless. Uh, that's the reason why I don't really care for any, uh, uh, recognition or, or, or stardom. Um, the, the main reason, because I don't have a studio. I'm not studio material. I don't know how to run it. I don't know anything about it. I look at it on the internet while I research it and it's still kind of foreign to me. Um, I don't have the money for it. All I can do is just make a living. And occasionally post my voice. And I'm content with that. I am content. This rideshare driver who's making a living rideshare driving is content. You understand. So for right now, uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening this far. Um, stay safe out there and uh, we'll see you. Weekend's almost over. Uh, so I hope your uh, day of recreation is very recreative. <laughs> and I hope uh, tomorrow, the brand new work week helps out immensely. Um, Thanksgiving week. Y'all take care. Y'all take it easy. We'll see you next time. This is Chris with Chris's Comments signing out.